We return to Psalm 146. We were looking at verse 2 this morning. This evening we look at verse 8 together. Please look with me at Psalm 146, verse 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. Let me read that again for us. The Lord preserveth, or excuse me, I went to verse 9, verse 8. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. And what I would like to meditate on with you this evening, so to speak, is the middle part of the verse. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. May the Lord bless the reading and preaching, the hearing and believing and responding to his holy word. Well, in the morning sermon on verse 2 of Psalm 146, uh, we saw that while we have our being, we will praise the Lord. Even when we feel broken, even when we feel bent over, we're still here and we will praise the Lord. And in verse 8, it would seem to encourage that uh, encourage such as when we might feel bent over. Our text tonight, verse 8, shows us that the Lord helps such to stand upright. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. We're, we're bowed down often in a time, really always a time, when we're in a state of weakness and dependence and need to be helped Certainly, of course, also related to worship and showing reverence appropriately. But when someone is vomiting or fainting, fatigued or humiliated or sucker punched, they're found keeled over on their knees, a position of weakness and need for help. Bowed down. Our text puts it. And in the Hebrew, you could translate it as bent. Bent over. Have that image of just being bent over and in weakness, brought low to our knees. Those who are lowly, the Lord lifts up. I give that to you as our main idea of what we're focusing on in the text. Those who are lowly, the Lord lifts up. Of course, the opposite's opposite, right? Those who are proud and stand up in their own strength, the Lord does not lift up. But those who are lowly, the Lord lifts up. And as the Psalms so often say, the Lord is my strength. Put another way in the verse, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. And you see earlier it talks about he frees the prisoners and there's a lot of things said here that are said in the prophets about the Lord Jesus, quoted in the gospel about Jesus. And uh, this was no uh, plan of mine, but I'm encouraged we have this verse tonight with your surgery tomorrow, Mrs. Renner. Um, just another way, the blind need healing, right? The blind are dependent, the blind... Uh, need that that touch and the Lord has that tender touch and that care to those who are in need and can feel helpless or perhaps alone. The Lord 
is there for such. Why? The verse says, because he loves the righteous. He loves the righteous. He loves his saints, his holy ones, as the scripture refers to it. Now, it isn't that he loves us because we're righteous in ourselves, but because we trust in his righteousness. We don't trust in righteousness puffed up, but we lay low trusting in God's exalted righteousness given alone uh, through Christ. Those who acknowledge their utter dependence upon him, he helps. John Calvin writes this about our verse. The help of God will be ready and forthcoming to those who are in the lowest circumstances. That accordingly our miseries will be no barrier in the way of his helping us. Nay, that such is his nature. That he is disposed to assist all in proportion to their necessity. You know, there's a, there's a common saying, the Lord helps those who help themselves. You know, there's an idea of picking yourself up by your bootstraps. But no, the Lord helps those who are laid low and cannot help themselves. That's whom he helps. The sooner we lay low before them, the sooner his help is available to us. And he will help us. And God can help us better than we can help ourselves. Isaiah 57, verse 15 for thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble. And to revive the heart of the contrite ones. So almighty God, El Shaddai, El Elyon, the most high God who dwells in the heavens. In the most high places also dwells in the hearts of the humble and low. Those who are bowed down or bent over by the sins of the world and laid low by their own sins. These are the ones that the Lord lifts up. And you recall, it's difficult to get people to admit they're sinners. It's difficult to get people to recognize their need for the Lord. Uh, it's, it's a small number of people who enter the narrow way because they've been way, ready to lay themselves down for the Lord, the Good Shepherd, to pick them up and draw them in. But we need to be laid low that the Lord would lift us up to his heights. Psalm 138, verse 6. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. Now we might uh, be tempted to forget and think that the Lord doesn't notice us and doesn't have time for us. We're not significant. But in fact, he has respect unto the lowly. He is so high, he has respect unto the lowly, and he lifts up the lowly, we see in our text. 
Proverbs 3, verse 34 says, He giveth grace unto the lowly. Proverbs 11, verse 2, With the lowly is wisdom. May the Lord really reach us with such verses because we are trained by the world and our sinful old man to think that we have to lift ourselves up. Look up to Jesus and he will lift you up. Because you approach him on your knees, he will set your feet on high places. Just as he first went through humiliation before exaltation. Zechariah 9, verse 9, quoted of Jesus in Matthew 21, 5. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation lowly, and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. Matthew 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, says Jesus, for I am meek and lowly, in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. So we're told to be like Jesus, and when we are willing to be meek and lowly like Jesus, this is where he will lift us up and give us his strength and peace and rest. Luke 1, verse 52, in the rejoicing of the coming of the Messiah. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. It's turning everything upside down, right? In this world. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. James 4, verse 10, a scripture we're familiar with, but I think perhaps uh, maybe the verse to highlight uh, in an application of our text in Psalm 146, verse 8 this evening. Again, James 4, verse 10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Again, we may feel we have to try to be careful not to become lowly, we have to keep ourselves from getting to a place of utter dependence. But that's, that's actually where we need to go. That's where we need to be. And we need to be encouraged by our verse tonight to let ourselves be there. And as we're feeling lowly and broken, recognize this is a good place to be. This is where the Lord meets us and does a special work. This is where he delivers us from slavery. This is where he delivers us through the Red Sea. This is where he provides in miraculous ways in the desert when we are lowly and depending on him. And of course, if you see the examples of trying to lift ourselves up in spite of the Lord, 
that's when they're always lowered. <laughs> Matthew 23, verse 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, says the Lord Jesus, who goes on to say, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. You know, think about how high can you reach if you are going to try to hold yourself up compared to the reach of Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of glory, who sits at the right hand of God in heaven. He can exalt you to a place you can never bring yourself. But it starts with him picking you up as you lay low before him. First Peter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. You might say we have a bend but don't break uh, philosophy. Of course, that re- re- uh, relies on flexibility, patiently waiting on the Lord in his due time. Really, it's, it's more than that. We, we have a bent but won't be broken reality as we lay ourselves low before the Lord and trust that there he will meet us and he will raise us who are bowed down, especially as we think about how we would bow down before the Lord and worship, bow down before the Lord Jesus as they bowed down before him in the Gospels, and that we would bow down before the Lord and his providence. In fact, your brokenness is the place that you will be built up by the Lord. As the scriptures say, he wounds that he heals. He kills that he makes alive. Isaiah 42, verse 3. A bruised reed shall he not break. And the smoking flax shall he not quench. On our text, Matthew Henry writes the following. He is the patron of injured innocency. He pleads the cause of the oppressed. And as we read it, he executes judgment for them. He often does it in his providence giving redress to those that suffer wrong and clearing up their integrity. He will do it in the judgment of the great day. The Messiah came to rescue the children of men out of the hands of Satan, that great oppressor. And all judgment being committed to him, the executing of judgment upon persecutors is so among the rest. He sets that straight which was crooked and makes those easy that were pained and ready to sink. He raises those that are bowed down by comforting and supporting them under their burdens and in due time removing their burdens. This was literally performed by Christ when he made a poor woman straight that had been bowed together 
and could in no wise lift up herself. And he still does it by his grace, giving rest to those that were weary and heavily laden, and raising up with his comforts those that were humbled and cast down by convictions. There's all kinds of reasons that you may be bent over, bowed down. Affliction, persecution, grief, guilt. Are you feeling low? It's a good place to be. Because it is there that the Lord will lift you up. And the message for you this evening is this. Feeling low? The Lord will lift you up. Feeling low? The Lord will lift you up. Let us pray. Lord, let us lay low before you, trusting you to lift us up. Let us humble ourselves under your mighty hand, trusting you to exalt us in due time. Help us to remember you have not forgotten us, You are with us and you will not forsake us. You are working in the midst of us, through us. Help us to remember you have a plan and to trust you. And at the times when we feel the lowest, let us not try to pull ourselves out of there. Let us lay there. And sense and feel your hand coming to us and raising us up. We who are bowed down. We who are bent over. And may it primarily be that we are there on our knees, bowed down because we are worshiping you. Christ the Lord. In whose name we pray. And all your people said, Amen.